Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors at First Family Church in Ankeny, Iowa. And really glad you've joined us. More than likely, most of you listening in are members or at least attenders at First Family. Uh, If we have some guests, welcome to the Extra Point Podcast. It's our regular and usually weekly opportunity to look back at the previous week's text and bring some further insight, deeper observation, more application. That's the point of the Extra Point podcast. So I'm really glad you've joined us today. We did look last week at Philippians chapter 2 at the example of Timothy as um, a profile or even a snapshot of selflessness. You know, he's one of the four examples, the first one being Jesus. And by the way, as I preached, he's more than just an example. He's the essence of selflessness. Uh, The hymn about him there is meant to uh, bring us to worship and praise. And then, of course, the three examples that follow the beautiful hymn about Jesus, who's the supreme selfless one, would be the example of Paul, and then the example of Timothy, and we'll see in a few weeks, of course, um, the example of Epaphroditus. Now, I want to take a minute and just simply talk about this concept of selflessness that we've been looking at uh, for a few weeks, and we've got a few more weeks left in it. It is really the uh, huge theme of chapter 2 in Philippians. It's the concept to which Paul is exhorting the entire church. He calls them to think of others more than themselves. He calls them to the same way of thinking. And then he says in verse 5, to adopt the same mind as Christ had. And then he uh, beautifully and poetically um, describes Christ's humiliation and selflessness. And so this uh, very fundamental mindset that we must have, as I said last week, is more of a thinking posture first before it is an active lifestyle second. In other words, we believe and think something, and then we behave in a certain way. And so just to repeat really the main take-home truth from Sunday, it was that selfless thinking comes before selfless serving. Uh, We must think selflessly. We talked about Colossians 3, and, and so all that was part of the message. I won't review all of that, except to say this. As I've been thinking more uh, about this concept of selflessness, it is um, really closely tied to humility. It's one of the core fundamental traits that really uh, delineates Christians. Uh, as we think like Christ and then act like Christ, uh, we will be a selfless, humble people. It's one of the things that distinguishes God's people. And as I thought about that and just the fact that it's core, it's central, um, it's uh, fundamental, for some reason, to be frank with you, my mind began to think about Augustine's book, The City of God, in which he compares and contrasts and goes to great lengths to talk about the city of God in comparison to the city of man. And as you read through the various books within that book, you could call them volumes. By the way, there are about 22 volumes in the book. Some use the word books and say there's 22 books in the city of God. Uh, It was written in the early 400s. It took over 10 years to write. It's an incredible um, work uh, on 
various topics within God's kingdom. Uh, but in this um, book by Augustine in the early 400s, the comparison between the city of God and the city of man uh, really is a contrast between a selfless people and a selfish world. In fact, written, of course, in response to the empire that was in control then, uh, the invasion that was occurring, the amount of Christians who at that time who were plundered, who lost their lives, who were on the verge of losing everything. He encouraged them to stay true to the gospel, uh, to not consider this really a loss, but more of laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven. I would encourage you to read uh, The City of God. You can download almost all of the books online in some fashion. Um, so anyway, here's my point. It's, it's a beautiful uh, piece of literature that I think helps us think about selflessness and its vital, critical place in the people of God who are part of the city of God. This is the, the, the trait. This is the core character um, uh, exhibition that must be evident in our life, selflessness. And it, and it won't happen just by sheer human willpower to act a certain way. It only comes through the mind of Christ, through embracing the fact that Colossians 3 um, you know, when it says that you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Um, so, so thinking like Christ, adopting His mindset as Philippians 2.5 exhorts us to do, that's the beginning point for then living selflessly. It starts with thinking selflessly. Now let me apply this in a pretty personal uh, and cultural way, just for a few more moments before I wrap up this episode of the Extra Point Podcast, I think this is at the root of the sexual immoral revolution occurring, and that has been occurring for some time. You can go back to the 60s and 70s. You can go back even before that. Uh, seeds were planted early on for my sex, my way. And th that's the four words that I use to describe really what's at the root of much of the LGBTQAI plus agenda, as well as the pro-death culture agenda, i.e. abortion industry. You could pretty much pick your cultural um, uh, dilemma. You can pretty much pick your cultural wickedness whether it be sexual, it may be involving even heterosexual sins, such as divorce for any reason, adultery, fornication. Uh, just take your pick of the cultural evils that our society is pressing for legitimacy. They're saying this is not wrong, this should be right, and their root reason in almost every situation is uh, it's my right or I should be able to do what I want to do. If you were to just peel away the onion, it's selfishness. Again, most of the time, it's going to be this, my sex, my way. That's what's behind the whole idea of redefining marriage. Uh, and as we've watched this slippery slope occur now for decades, and we were warned this would happen. There were some who said, oh, it won't be a slippery slope. We just want the legal right to define marriage in other ways. But yet it's happening. We are slipping down a slope from which we may not recover. And you can, see it in the, you can see it now in the grooming of children. You can see it in how the 
The, the drag shows are aimed at minors, and they're wanting complete freedom to try to um, uh, groom and convince our youngest children that there is legitimacy in these perverted lifestyles. You can see it even in the medical industry now feeling, I think, personally forced to try to uh, uh, confirm or admit or approve of things that medically and biologically aren't actually true. But yet many in the medical industry are saying that transgender surgeries uh, actually help with, uh, you know, health care and they provide, uh, you know, safety for minors who are struggling with their identity and their gender. And, and all of that is a front, it's a cover uh, for what I believe is a selfishly driven sexual agenda. We've seen it for years, we've seen it for decades, and it is getting worse. That shouldn't surprise us. Here's my point. You can see that with the culture and with the world, whether it be with finances or sex, um, power, uh, pick your situation. Selfishness will drive the agenda as, as the wicked one, Satan, tempts and uses people to to work for and manipulate and leverage for their way. That's what they're after. God's people in the city of God, we operate from a different um, centerpiece. It's We think, Lord willing, like Jesus, and we, are, we want to live selflessly. We're not after our way. We're after God's way. And so we submit ourselves to an absolute standard, and it's God's standard. Even in that posture of submission, that is a beginning point of selflessness, being willing to say, I don't make the rules, I don't write them, I don't set them, I simply follow them. God is the creator of all things, and He sets the standard. And so what He says, that is the way it is regarding gender, regarding money, uh, regarding marriage, regarding divorce, regarding sex, all those things, God sets the standard. Family, children, society, government, law enforcement, church. Again, take your pick. It always comes down to this. It's the city of God versus the city of man, so to speak. And, and that's why I've been drawn to Augustine's writings again, because he contrasts and compares these two. And as you read them, you do find that at the, at the bottom of this book uh, that he writes over 10 years uh, is this sense that God's true people will be a selfless people. They will not worry about their possessions and their privilege, so to speak, or their position. They will instead concern themselves with God's standard and His commands and His expectations. They will love and treasure His Son, and they will spread His gospel. It is about God's people in His city uh, surrendering to His authority, and they live among a people and in a culture who is exactly opposite. They operate on a completely different um, uh, platform and with a completely different mindset. They operate with what's best for me, how can I get what I want regardless of the rules, and if I need to change the rules or change the standards, I will so that it appears that I'm right. And this is what we're seeing in front of us and have been for decades, by the way. We're not the first. Um, you can go back to Leviticus. You can go back to uh, Noah's days. You can look in the Old Testament. You can read it in Romans 1 in the New Testament. Uh, 
Paul, the biblical characters, they were battling many of these same things just in different clothes. And so evil in these ways, sexual perversion, a disregard for human life, uh, the desire for more power and greed, it's always been part of humanity's existence because of the fall. But I will admit to you, it does don different clothes with different generations and centuries. And so we're dealing with the same sins that come from selfishness, but they do look different in our own time. But the truth is, uh, the, the root of all these is not different. It's selfishness. And the answer to it is not different. It's selflessness, which is Uh, at its core, a surrender to God's standard and not having to create our own so that we feel good about ourselves. And I just want to encourage you to pick up an online copy, you know, download a PDF of, of Augustine's book, The City of God, Maybe read through parts of it, uh, glance at it off and on. If you're really uh, adventurous, go ahead and just dive right into the whole thing. But I think that book would really be a, a, a help as you think about living in the city of man in one sense, but with the mindset of one who's in the city of God. This is what Paul was talking about when he said that we are actually citizens of heaven, and yet we live in this world currently until Christ returns and consummates his kingdom. Currently, we are living in the city of man, and we have to deal with all of the selfishness that often goes on in those cities while we're maintaining allegiance and a selflessness to God's standards, which is his city. So I just want you to know, as as one of your pastors, I am praying for us. I pray for you on a regular basis. Our elders pray for you on a regular basis. We pray for the sheep of First Family that we will continue to be the people of God, thinking like the Son of God in the city of God, even while we dwell in the city of man. May God give us grace and power and the Holy Spirit's uh, uh, you know, control to do exactly that in these days in front of us. Well, I hope to see you this coming weekend. Uh, or I'll hear from you and see you perhaps next time on the Extra Point Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Really glad you've listened in. Any questions or comments, feel free to email me through our church's website, firstfamily.church. Love to hear from our listeners. Until next time, this is Todd, and thank you for listening to the Extra Point Podcast.